Hi guys and welcome to Music Memories. Uh, my name is Shay. Welcome back. This is the first season of the no, first episode of season three, and I have a special guest today. Her name is Chloe Lopton. Hello. <laughs> Happy to be here. <laughs> So, Chloe is a performer, singer, songwriter, and recording artist, right? Correct, yeah. yes. And how would you describe your style? So, my style, um, genre-wise, would be R, so it's R&B soul is, you know, the music that I make. Um, obviously, got like got little hints of jazz here and there. I like to be a little bit kind of versatile, so I can switch up. I started off doing a little bit more R&B, and then, but because... Like, my love for jazz is so strong. My love for, like, soul music is so strong. I kind of... I It, it took me a while because I had to get into it and find the right producers, find the right beats and that kind of thing first. And then it took me to find the music that I make now, which is R&B soul with hints of jazz. Ah, oh, that's such a cool story. <laughs> Thank you. So do you think you'll ever go into, like, neo-soul then, like, in the balance in between, like, R&B and soul? Or... Oh, yeah. Well, I actually do have a song that's neo-soul, which is Late Night. That one's out mm. on Spotify now. Um, and you performed that one at No Status, right? I did, yeah. yeah. Performing that one tonight as well at another yeah. gig. So excited, can't we? Camden Club. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's like my second gig in London, I think. No, my third. Well, no, my second. Yeah, sorry. The notice, mm. notice, no Status was... um more of a studio thing mm -mm -mm. but yeah um neo soul i have done a little bit of that one as well so i love neo soul as well yes Sounds and genre. i feel like i can hear hints of it as well in your song choices today so i'm really excited to go through them yeah <laughs> it definitely all comes from like all my inspiration comes from music that i listen to and what i've grown up with so mm -hmm. yeah all of that would be like neo soul so okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> so what is your first music memory my first music memory um there are so many but because I started from when I was a, well, I've started, I've loved music ever since I was a child. It's going to sound really weird, but um, the first song that ever, like, actually inspired me, I never liked Vanessa Hudgens, like, do you know Sneaker Night by Vanessa Hudgens? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. I remember those days. Yeah. This is like me when I'm like 12. Yeah. Um, so I kind of started out, what am I saying, started out? No, I used to listen to a bit of her music, but it was only when she got a little bit funky with it. Because I really mm. like when it gets, I like a song when it's, you know, funky. It's got some kind of sass An oomph to it. To it. An oomph, yeah. yeah. And that's when she brought out Sneaker Night. And I was mm. like 12. And I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> now I'm like, well, okay. It's a cheese ball fest. Yeah. <laughs> I've moved on to more like, I, you know, Bruno Mars, Michael Jackson kind of thing. But mm -hmm. back then it was like, she was, that, that song was like my idealistic I'd like be in the car looking out the window and I'd pretend I was in a music video listening to that song. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 so yeah. yeah. That, yeah, that song. Like, yeah, and the music video, she was like walking down the street doing like a dance Is routine. It? Yeah, I yeah, remember that. Popping it with, a sneaker, <laughs> with a sneakers on. And it was just, yeah, that was like a little inspiration for me. I wanted to do that one day. Yeah, you could. I mean, you can. It's in your future. It's yeah. written in the stars. It's written in the stars. <laughs> I'm not going to stop till I get there. You've got to have that mentality. <laughs> Fulfill your Vanessa Hudgens dreams. <laughs> My sneaker night Vanessa Hudgens dreams. <laughs> so then moving into your first song choice do you want to tell us a little bit of information about that like how you found the song what the song means to you and why you chose it so the first song i chose is um tunnel vision by reuben james featuring frida Tor tory mm -hmm. i think i think that's correct i, yeah. I would say it that way yeah yeah <laughs> i actually got on um this is just a little side note but i my recent song Visa, which I released in summer, got on a Spotify playlist with Frida Torre on it. Oh my gosh! Like, How did you feel when you saw I was that? So excited! I was like, <laughs> oh my god! She's like one of my she's she's like 
She's not one of the biggest art, but she's like, because jazz is never like mm. as big as pop, but um, so not as well known, but she's just incredible. Like, I love her. But um, the song Tunnel Vision, I actually got introduced to it by my best friend, Erin. Shout out to Erin. Hi, Erin. She's a musician as well. <laughs> um, yeah, she's really into her like jazz and she's an excellent pianist. But um, so this song has got like proper like crazy piano solos in it. It's just like, it's when she showed it to me in the car, we were like on the way to her house. And you know, when you hear a song and like, it's not just like, oh, I've, he- I've heard this song. Oh, that's really good. You know, I was like, oh, my jaw dropped just by like, it was beautiful. Mm. That's the only way I can describe it as a beautiful song. I suppose you'd have to play it so I understand. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, it's just the piano solos and it's just, yeah, it's just incredible. It's like jazz central. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then um, some song facts that I found about the artist Reuben James. He is a vocalist, producer and keyboardist from Birmingham. I love that. <laughs> yeah. uh, the song was released in 2021 and it's from the album titled Tunnel Vision as well. And as you said, the genre of this album is jazzy, neo soul, R&B vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, what's his name again? Ruben <laughs> came into prominence when he joined Sam Smith on his arena tours. And he says that he's interested in a wide range of music and he has collaborated with musicians such as Joni Mitchell, Herbie Hancock, Stormzy, Chris Dave, who is a jazz drummer, and Jay Prince. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and Tunnel Vision is the title track to the album. And as you said, it includes vocals from, I don't know if you noticed actually these two facts I'm going to say. Uh, so it features Frida Torre, as you said, mm-hmm. and also Daily. And you know Tom Misk? Yes. He's Tom the guitarist. Oh, is yeah. he? He's a guitarist on this song. When wow, I saw that, I was I like, girl. That. I love you Tom are, Misk. You are, yeah. When I saw that, I was like, oh my gosh, you're bringing out little gems right now. <laughs> oh, I love that. I've seen Tom Misk live and I've also seen Reuben James live. Oh my gosh. How was amazing. that? Well, Tom Misk was amazing. That was quite a few years ago, though. That was in London. Mm. Not sure where. I can't remember. O2 or something like that okay, um, okay. Reuben James was in the Amira um, which I would love to perform, perform <laughs> at one day it's such a funky little venue um, and what I loved about it was like I love his his audience his target audience mm. it's like proper my vibe again I mm. went with Aaron to see him because <laughs> we love him um, but yeah I went so I just love the vibe because everyone there has got, he's got obviously because it's jazz mm. it's a mature audience mm-hmm. people just are there to enjoy it enjoy mm. like, genuinely soak in and enjoy the music whereas mm. sometimes when you go to a gig it's just kind of like Whoa. they're just there yeah <laughs> it's like they're not there to listen to the yeah. artist's like story whether they're like telling the story through their songs or just speaking like little you know in between little songs they're like yeah, talking exactly. so they're just there to just be there yeah and sometimes it kind of you've ruins the vibe yeah. because you want to feel the music I think yeah. I've been to I've been to a lot of concerts but only one concert where I felt like oh my gosh everyone was in the same mood yeah everyone was just listening to every single word he was singing and saying yeah. it was just a beautiful beautiful that's, concert experience yeah that's kind of what it was like it was like he would just go off on like a massive tangent on the piano like mm. just something absolutely crazy um, and you just, just don't go, there's just not a lot of gigs out there that are actually like that, where they just mm. are like, um, what's the word? Like raw, just mm-hmm. like, like genuinely just, everyone's just soaking in the music. It was just beautiful. And he got off the stage and walked through the crowd and like was singing and <laughs> yeah, it was just great. <laughs> His backing singing was amazing as well. Shout out to her. Shout outs. <laughs> so um, this album, he sees it as a mixtape, um, a quote that I found. He said, it's a nice informal way to present a seamlessly well mixed collaboration of work with many co-performers. Because this album, right, pretty much every song has a feature on it. I don't know if you know or not know. 
thing. Yeah, I yeah. listened to the album. I think yeah, it does have does. I think pretty much all of them have. I didn't know. I don't yeah. know if I've listened to every single one, but yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. So your first song choice. Do you want to introduce? So it's Tunnel Vision by Ruben James featuring Frida Tori. Okay. So um, question. <laughs> question. <laughs> What's your favorite musical memory so far? So it could be like anything to do with you as an artist or just like in general as like a listener, consumer. Um, I'm going to say the gig that I did back in April this year. Yeah, it was this year. <laughs> in April um, at the Smokehouse, which is in Ipswich. So that was a venue. Um, it was just like the most amazing night I just like so far. I'm hoping there'll be more nights like that. But it was basically my first gig as an artist. So it was amazing. Um, so... Yeah, basically, I'm hoping to have more more memories like that and more gigs that are going to be coming up that are, that are as amazing as that night. But that would be a really amazing memory for me because it was my first gig as an artist, basically. So I started being an art, I started writing music and recording and becoming an artist properly about two years ago, maybe just over two years, um, when I started recording with Radical Lounge. Shout out the Radical Lounge um, in White House in Ipswich, um, amazing recording studio, um, and yeah, so. Basically, they helped me out in getting my first gig sorted, which was at Smokehouse in Ipswich. And um, I was really worried about it, as you are as an artist for the mm. first time mm-hmm. doing a gig. Um, I was like, oh my God, nobody's going to be there. It's going to be empty. <laughs> and I was so worried. And then turns out I sold, I sold out the venue and quite a lot of people came and people actually knew the lyrics to my song, Go Get It, which is oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. most, you said you like that one. Yeah. That's one of the most, probably like the best produced, like one of the be- mm. one of my best songs out, out so far. I've got some more in the in the making. <laughs> stay tuned, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Um, yeah. So people knew the lyrics and uh, there was actually a point when I was singing Go Get It and I was like, oh my God, everyone. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was just such a good night. Like, Was it like it, a snapshot? It was like, was it sort of like a surreal moment in a way? Surreal, yeah. yeah. It was It's quite a, an intimate, small venue. So a lot mm. of the people were like my friends and family, but then a lot of other people as well that are like new to me new to my music and stuff and they said they really enjoyed it and we had somebody basically film do interviews of people which is out uh. on you if you want to check it out it's out on youtube mm-hmm. there's a clip of one of the performances one of the songs which is called we got time on my youtube channel chloe lupton music and then there's another one which is um an interview video it's about one minute long and it's just people saying what they liked and how, how they enjoyed the gig and all that kind of thing yeah, it's just it was such a good energy. People were dancing, people were drunk, having fun, <laughs> and I had a lot of fun upstate on stage. And the band were amazing, so it was my first mm. time, um, uh, you know, performing with the band, with the full radical uh. radical lounge band, and they're so talented. So are they like your go-to guys then? Are they like your go-to? Yeah, yeah. They're all very talented. <laughs> Drummer Isaac, he's like crazy on the drums. He's so good. Mm. Um, Darren, yeah, on the bass. Ryan on guitar, and Erin on piano, and then my backing singer Liv Ooh. Campbell. Bar. Oh, nice. They're all brilliant. Hopefully one day they can be guests too on Music Memories. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we'll have everyone up here. <laughs> Just a whole, what's it called? Radical, Radical Studios. Lounge. Radical, Radical Lounge. lounge yeah. Radical Lounge Special Edition. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. So then your next song choice, do you want to tell us a bit more about that? Um, yeah, so our next song choice is The Lay Down by Her, one of my favourite artists. Um, and, okay, I don't know how to say this. W-A-T-T, what? <laughs> Not what as in what, but W A. It's sort of like like you know the surname. I feel like yeah, this is like a surname name in a yeah. way, kind of. But you also say as well that it might be the abbreviation for something, maybe. I think it's an abbreviation for something, which yeah. I will be very honest, I'm not too sure. <laughs> but he's featured in the song and that, that's how it's presented in the song. So but it's just one of my favourite songs. I heard this um most of these songs are just like songs I've been 
either found or I've been introduced to by friends. So the memory I have to it is being shown. So like um, my uni friends, um, I went to drama school. So um, it wasn't uni, it was drama school. I went to do musical theatre college and training. And um, we yeah, formed a friendship group there. And I just went back there one weekend and we were just kind of having a good time. Um, we were a bit hungover. And she, <laughs> my friend Emmy, she was, she was showing me, um, she was just playing some music and I heard it. And I was like, this is amazing. There's an amazing guitar solo at the end. Then at the end, her like um, replicates the guitar solo. So he'll be he'll do a riff on the guitar, ah, and she'll do the riff. And okay. Just, oh, now that you said that, I'm gonna listen out for that. I never yeah. acknowledged it before. Yeah. Okay. If 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 you want to listen to that song, the lay down, you have to like obviously listen to the whole song. But yeah. The, end, the, end, the ending is really good. So you got to perk up and pay more attention. Yeah. You got to like you gotta listen all the way to the end because <laughs> that's when the solos come out and everyone goes crazy. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So then some song facts that I found about this song. It was released in 2019 and it's from the album Shelley, FKA Dram. And the label it was released under was Atlanta Records, Warner Music Group and Empire. See, it's funny because when you were saying the scenario you was in when you first heard this song, I instantly thought of this and I couldn't stop laughing because I'm like, you guys are drunk. But <laughs> this lay down is conceived as an extremely soulful and sexually charged anthem. Ooh. Perfect for a romantic night. So, you know, so like it you is. saying you're like drunk. I'm like, that's like two different vibes right there. Two like, different vibes. <laughs> it's because it that was where, where it was being played. But when I listened to it, I was like... Um, I was like, yeah, this is actually quite a sexual song, but it's like tasteful. Mm-hmm. I was saying, oh, it's like a tasteful sexual song. Mm-hmm. So it's not explicit in any way. It's just really like uh, sensual, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, You know, yeah. we have a candle on and you're just... Yeah. It's just, it creates that mood. It's yeah, like romantic. And also, I remember rightly, I remember like the first couple of lyrics from the song is very much like instructional of like how the night's going to go. So it's like, yeah. I'm going to take the lead, girl. Don't worry. Yeah. Don't worry. I've got you. We're going to yeah. have an amazing night. Just, just lay down. Yeah, just lay down. <laughs> just lay down. <laughs> so do you want to introduce your second song choice? Yes, it's The Lay Down by Her featuring W-A-T-T. <laughs> That's how I'm going to say it. Okay, so... Another question for you. Uh, when writing a new song, what's usually your creative process? My creative process is, so I, I mean, I started out um, kind of scrolling through beats. So I generally would write to a beat, like the first, I think the first beat, one of the, well, actually one of the first beats I wrote to was Late Night, the mm. Neo Soul song that I've got out. Um, and I it was just during lockdown as well. So I had a lot of time on my hands and I found beats. Um, and that's how I started to write music. I'd never actually written a song before lockdown. So I was, I think because I listened to music so much, I've, like I'm just obsessed with it, I always listen to soul, like neo soul, soul music. I know how it sounded, how it's supposed to sound, like, and how you went to write the lyrics. So, like, I kind of got the hang of it quite quickly as I just mm. carried on. But yeah, usually I find the beat on YouTube. And then since I've been going to the recording studio, Radical Lounge, I've been working with a couple of producers. I recently came to London and worked with a producer um, called Alfie Rudman. And he he was really good. Yeah, he does my, he's got my vibe down to a T, really. Like, he's got, like, the, it's, you know, like, bust out on the piano, like, the soul kind of vibe. Um, and then I usually write my, I, most of my songs, I write myself, write my mm-hmm. lyrics, write my melodies. And I will write the melody. So what I'll do is I'll, I'll listen to the beat a few times over and then I'll, of go like i'll kind of get the right melody that i want figure out the how the melody is going to sound for a verse and a chorus mm-hmm. kind of and then i write the lyrics but some people mm-hmm. write the lyrics first which mm-hmm. i'm confused about because i'm like 
surely the lyrics go with the melody if that makes sense yeah it always confused me too it's like how can you if you write like a sentence let's say like i got a sentence here it's like um um jasmine sullivan pick up your feelings yeah how can you make that sound melodically how can you make that fit melodically if you've got so many so many syllables in that sentence and then yeah you've got big words long words i feel like You've got to yeah. make it more of a jigsaw puzzle. Whereas yeah. if you do it the melody first, then it's more easier to sort of find the words that sound nice with that melody. Yeah, exactly. Like, go get it, for example. Like, we were trying to think of something boppy, something that would be catchy as a chorus, because catchy is always going to, is mm. what's going to work best on radio, what people are going like, to stick these in their days. heads. Exactly, it's going <laughs> to stick in their heads. Um, I do like to write some songs that are a bit more, like, meaningful and a bit more, mm. like, read between the lines. Mm-hmm. So, um and like metaphors and things like that. Like I like to do that. But yeah, we've got to get it, for example, just like duh, 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 duh. and then you've got to do that before you come yeah. up with the lyric. Cause then it's like, oh, go get it. That's the easiest. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like one question that I think I probably ask all my guests this, because I do find it quite interesting, like the philosophy of it kind of. Um, how do you build your relationship with your producers then? Is it just do you do a chance meet and you're like, okay. I think I want to get to know you more or do you just make it work by spending time with each other, listening to each other's musical influences and seeing if you fit? Like, how do you build that relationship? Um, well, usually, I mean, I just, most of the time it's like they'll message me on Instagram, whatever, and then mm. I can go on their, their page and listen to the kind of beats that they make. If I really think it's not going to work, like if they do mm. trap and all they do is trap. <laughs> but then a lot of producers are kind of versatile and they actually mm. do it, oh, like everything and some mm. do trap. And then do like rock or something. <laughs> but yeah, um, so it's, it's nice to message them first and just ch- check. And then they all send a few example beats and then, I might, and then I'll work with them and mm-hmm. it will be good. But um, yeah, usually, I mean, the first producer I worked with was um, Matt. So he's, he works at Radical Lounge and he's, mm-hmm. he's a really good producer. He can play a bit of jazz piano mm-hmm. and he usually does like R&B or trappy kind of things. But um, he was able to like mold around me. Oh, quite okay. well which I liked um, he was the first because he, he was the first person that recorded me and then I had a producing session with him and then because we got on quite well as well with mm-hmm. some age, I was like it was, you know it's good to be able to get on with them and then you can um, be more comfortable to say how you feel about what mm-hmm. they want what they do here and what they do there mm-hmm. yeah. so it's like you're building a friendship as well as a working yeah. relationship it's nice to have a bit of a chat but I do find mm-hmm. it quite hard to work with a producer that I don't like I don't get on with or mm-hmm. there's not a chemistry mm-hmm. like it, it's just a bit like because I can't really come I can't really come up with the ideas mm-hmm. and things like that like I, get, I get a bit stuck in my head I'm like, oh. if you're really comfortable with someone it's a lot easier mm-hmm. 100% it makes sense yeah, it does yeah <laughs> um so then your next song choice do you want to give us some information about that your memory how you found it yeah so the next song was you, you want my love by lucky day one of my I think he's actually my favourite artist, I think. I've got quite a few, but Lucky Day. Um, and featuring Earth, Wind and Fire, which basically I just thought was such a cool... Collaboration. Collaboration, because mm-hmm. Earth, Wind and Fire, old school, mm-hmm. like 80s, 70s. Legendary. Absolutely legendary. Um, and then Lucky Day's got the modern style of mm-hmm. what they do. Because he's, you know, he's like more, you know, 2000s, 2000. But... Um, I just love that they merge together and the, the voices work because mm-hmm. then when Earth, Wind and Fire come in, they've still got their old school sound, the way mm-hmm. they sing, because you know how, the way people sing back in the day. Mm-hmm. Okay, so do you want to introduce your next song choice? Yeah, so my next song choice is You Want My Love by Lucky Day featuring Earth, Wind and Fire, which when I first heard it, I was blown away. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> 
So I want to say as well, like, I really like that song because I feel like it's Neo coming together with disco. I like that yeah. it's sort of blended well together like that. It blends the earth, wind and fire, like old school. Like, I just, this is a really good collaboration, <laughs> a really good idea. Because, yeah, it brings the old school with Lucky Day, who's one of my favourite artists, being like the modern kind of soul, modern soul. Mm. So bl- bringing them, blending them together was just a really good idea. Love that song. I need to stop doing that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was um, your third song choice. It was Lucky Day featuring Earth, Wind and Fire, You Want My Love. And then you chose to play Yeba's October song as um, a memory to everyone of what 2021 was like. I think it's yeah, 2021, we this sure. song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so next question. Is there a song you wish you had written? A song I wish I had written? Ooh, um, let me think for a minute. So it's another kind of obscure one. Um, although her is quite popular, her is obviously a popular artist. But mm. two by her is the number two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I just the reason I wish I'd written it is just it's such like when you're li- you know when you scrunch your nose and you listen to a song you're like ooh like you feel in every word or like it, a beat I feel it yeah it's like it's quite a bad bitch tune it's like a bad b kind of song it's like someone someone's i don't think i can't swear on it <laughs> someone's effed you over and mm. <laughs> and you're just getting back at them in a song and it's like that is the song that like mm. i mean that's not happened to me at the moment but it has happened to me in the past mm. and i that's the song i would wish i had written it like after that happened if that makes sense mm. So it's just so good. Like the lyrics, they're like, oof, go on, girl. Like, I can't remember there's a specific lyric. Um, I can't remember it right now, but it was this just like proper like I can't remember it either, but like I remember there's like a bit of a melody that's like coming in out of my mind. And it just reminded me of like 2017 when this song came out. Yeah. She was still like shrouded in this mystery and it was just mm. her voice you was hearing and seeing her silhouette. Sunglasses, yeah. yeah. You can't actually see. She's coming out a bit more now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She doesn't wear the sunglasses in as much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why her name's her as well. Yeah. yeah. But I'm so disappointed. Like, I can't get into it. Just, like, leave people's identities alone. Like, don't. I feel like they kind of forced her because I feel like she wanted to be, like, see her, like, not to be mm. known. And then the internet was like, oh, who is this? Who is this? And I kind of feel like they exposed. I don't know specifically, but I feel like they exposed her. I think they did, Before yeah. she was ready. Because, like, I remember I was on YouTube one time and it was like, her, it's called Gabriella. And I'm like, yeah. what? Yeah, but it wasn't like, it, Gabriella, yeah. yeah, it wasn't like an official her coming out saying, this is me. It yeah. was like a fan yeah. saying that her name is da-da-da. This is her singing when she was a kid. Yeah. And it was like, I don't know, I'm going into detail, but like, <laughs> they riffed in too much. No, but yeah, I mean, I like the way that she, um, I like the way she was before because it's, mm. it's, then it's about the music. It's yeah. not about the image. The visual. Well, yeah. she has got an image. Which, yeah. She has got an image, <laughs> which is like, technically her image is just being not known, being yeah, a silhouette. yeah. But yeah, I like that she did that. Me too, me too. It's all about the music. <laughs> so then your next song choice, in my opinion, this mm-hmm. is my favourite song choice from your list. I This is the song I've been playing the most whilst yeah. I've been like, creating your episode. Just double check. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Sorry. So I already it's your know. your favourite? Yeah, yes, yeah. I think it's my favourite. Yeah. I absolutely love this song. Mm. Like I already know of the singer's uh the singer like i love a couple of his songs mm. and then just hearing his song with this sort of vibe it's mm. sort of like in not influence was the word again like it was called like when you like higher you go higher begins with an e and it's like you ex- elongate no elevate. elevate like elevated elevate. my my 
like not expectations but I'm like okay I know I can expect more from you now yes yeah, yeah. I like yeah so it's it's oh my, can I say what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. <laughs> typical typical by Jordan Rakai yeah. um it's part of the nightmares on wax mm-hmm. um album but yeah it's like he's he's very um he's quite an like you have to be into that style of music to know kind of thing mm. it's not like a proper well-known you have to be into it uh, but that's kind of like how it is with a lot of R&B <laughs> and indie so, like soul alternative but yeah um this song is proper like jazzy and it gives mm. me like it, it, it is quite old school in a way mm-hmm. kind of it's quite like i my the sorry so I, don't you, I don't want to cut you off at all, but like the blues guitar for me. Blues, that's the word I was looking for. It's got like a blues feel mm-hmm. and I love it. It makes you like, it's another one that makes you look like. It, it, it literally drags you in. It doesn't yeah. even, it doesn't, it like, it violently drags you in the nice way. It violently yeah. drags you into yeah. the song and you're like smack bam yeah. in it. And it's the, yeah. rhythm, the rhythm as well. It's mm-hmm. the way it's like do, 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 And it makes you like really, like really feel it. It makes you like yeah. sway. It makes you. Yeah. I can like imagine like is it called a flappy girl from like in the nineteen twenties? I can yeah. imagine like the flowy dress just like sort of dancing to this cigarette. They should have done a music yeah. video and had like a girl on a cigarette. <laughs> it's I love I love music and I love yeah. music that is just kind of has like a sultry feel to it. Mm-hmm. And we can honestly is, tell. Yeah, <laughs> that is how it is with blues music anyway. But like I think that his modern voice on it, mm-hmm. um, with like the modern producing and the sound mm-hmm. of it, make like it just makes it better. Mm-hmm. And I really like it. It's such a good song. <laughs> So then some song facts. Um, this was released in 2018 and is from the album Shape of the Future. So this is Nightmare on Wax's album. And the genres this falls into is dance and electric. And yeah, this song. It really okay. I'm, I'm like, so glad you really like it. Like, like, <laughs> I'm so excited to press play. So I hope, so it, I. I hope everyone enjoys this one. You better enjoy it. <laughs> Just listen to this. What's the trumpets? Yeah, yes. yeah. And then this bit here. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, this makes me feel so good when mm-hmm. I listen to it and when he, his voice comes in mm-hmm. it's simple what I like this mm-hmm. is where I get my inspirations from when I'm writing my own music is, it's like I just take hints from little from songs that I love which is like this like it's simple but it's like don't do too much simplicity mm-hmm. is key like a simple kick on me like it just goes like <laughs> you took my everything I'm, I'm, I'm getting ahead of it but <laughs> Oh, do you I, want to sing along? I want to do a cover, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to do a cover of this one day. It's such a tune. And then the next question is, if you could choose any musician, so it could be a singer, a songwriter, producer, instrumentalist, anyone in the music scene, uh, dead or alive, to have a 10 minute conversation over coffee, who would it be and why? Oh, God, there are so many. But um, whilst, you know, right after we've just listened to him, I would have to say Bruno Mars. Mm-hmm. I think he'd be really, really, I would be, well, first of all, I'd be starstruck and I'd be really anxious, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it would be really cool to have a conversation with him because he's just so like, he's so, he's really like in the music industry. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the other people would be like one of the more obscure artists that I like, like, um, 
Anderson Pack or her. Mm-hmm. I would really like to. But he, he's kind of joint with Bruno Mars anyway because mm-hmm. they're Silk Sonic. So, yeah, because Anderson Pack has got more of like, he's a, he's a little bit more alternative, whereas Bruno yeah. Mars is a bit more central in the pop in, like, yeah. pop soul music industry. But yeah, uh, Bruno Mars, probably my top, I think, because I was going to say Michael Jackson, but I mean, you did say Dead or Alive, yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah Bruno Mars, because he's, he's, he's one of my. Like one of my favorite influences, and yeah, mm. he's just awesome. But I do like his story as well. I feel like from what I've heard online, he was like struggling, like everyone struggles, and to get his place, and then now he's got it. And even like when he was a kid, right, he was doing Elvis impressions. There's like some videos yeah. online of him doing that. Yeah, I heard about yeah. that. So I think I saw that. But yeah, he's 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 just such like when when I see him, I saw him live at a <laughs> festival. Actually, and I was like, which festival? Oh, you should have seen me. I was, <laughs> I was screaming the lyrics. Um, I can't remember what the name of it was. I think it was in London. It was like one of them. Mm. It was in summer. It was quite a long time ago. And I was quite far at the back, so I couldn't really uh. see properly. I could just see, like, he's quite small. Yeah. I see him in the distance. But he, I think because he's, well, I, say, I say he's like a modern version of Michael Jackson, because he, like, it's the performance for me. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a performer. I love a performer, like Beyonce as well. Mm-hmm. Like, He's proper, like, he gets the, the dance routines down. He's really mm-hmm. slick. He's smooth. Mm-hmm. He's cool the way he does it. Like, and, and I love the dancers he has yes. with him. They're all so cool. And they've got, they've got like, char- charisma as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. the dancers as well. Um, and, yeah, he's just, he's just really smooth with it. I mm. love it. how smooth he is. Because like what I was saying earlier about, um, I love his tribute to Amy Winehouse from the VMA, perf- VMA performance he did. I just think that it was just flawless yeah. and spectacular. And it was truly... Yeah, just being paying tribute to Amy Winehouse, but he still put his own flair on it. Exactly, yeah. With his dancers and backup singers, and just breaking it down, doing doo wop. It's just, yeah, he really, really is cool. a true musician through and through. Really cool. He's a proper proper performer, just like yeah. Beyonce. He's got the stamina to mm-hmm. sing as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his, his voice is like like an amazing range for a, for a man. <laughs> <laughs> he can go up there. He can do notes that I can't even hit. So yeah, he's mm-hmm. incredible live. Yeah, like I said, he's been training his whole life and probably still is training, yeah. but he's he's made his money so he can yeah. slow down a little bit. <laughs> I'm sure that they work really, yeah. When they train like that, they work really hard. So yeah, mm-hmm. I imagine. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so your final song choice, uh, do you want to give us some information about that one? My final song choice is Feels Right by Darius, if that's how you say it. Oh my God, I'm not really good at pronouncing everything. But Feels Right by Darius. I actually only got introduced to the song recently. There's always someone introducing me for some reason. <laughs> um, I was, this time, not hungover, but I was getting ready to go out. Yeah. I was with my sister <laughs> and she played it. So I got this one for my sister. Shout out to Annabelle Lupton. Um, she um, was just playing it whilst we were getting ready. And I was like, ooh, what's this? Mm-hmm. It, this one's more like... Less like smooth soul vibes, but it's more like disco, mm-hmm. um, modern disco. Mm-hmm. This is how I describe it because the um, the the voice over the top of it is very simple. Like what he does with it is super simple. But this is another song that influences me with some of the funkier songs that I do, some of the more disco, mm-hmm. dancey tunes that I write. It, this one is a, a big influence for me because what I got from it was the way he was so simple about how the way the way he's singing is simple the lyrics are simple mm-hmm. but um tasteful and smooth mm-hmm. um and also just the way like he kind of cuts it up um so yeah i just really like the way he the way that he sings over the top of it and the actual track itself it gives me life <laughs> it just gives me life that's the only way i can describe it mm-hmm. oh but my yeah. gosh you rem- reminded me of that vine yes life give me life <laughs> <laughs> 
Give me life. So some facts that I found about this song, again, is quite limited. Um, It was released last year in 2021 under the album Oasis. And the genre of this album is R&B, soul, dance, electronic, and hip hop and rap. So it really is like encapsulating everything. And I think that sums you up as well as an artist and as a person that like loves music. (laughs) This is one of my favorite songs, actually. It was my favorite song for a little while. Mm -hmm. So your final song choice. Do you want to introduce? Yeah. So sorry, it's <laughs> Feels Right by Darius. So my last question for you. Okay, if your favourite music, so let's say if Spotify was to break down um, and this was to be your playlist of songs to listen to, these five songs, would you be happy to have these songs be the only songs you can listen to for the rest of your life? I actually would be, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's songs I'd add. If I could, if I'm allowed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, no, yeah, that, that I would actually be happy with that. I mean, obviously, generally you do get bored of songs and you do want to add more add, add mm-hmm. more to the playlist. I'm always looking, I go through my, um, what's it called on Spotify, the playlist that they make for you? Um, just for you. Is it just for you? What's it called? Or like the daily, it's like the daily, daily the weekly, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, uh, Discover Weekly, sorry. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's the one, yeah. Discover Weekly. Yeah, I do that a lot because it's actually, they're actually very good Spotify mm-hmm. at, at like replicating the sound that you're listening to and they I always find songs and they usually I always do or from other people but anyway yeah um no that that playlist would be I'd actually be really happy for that because I'd n- I've never gotten bored that's why they chose them because I've never gotten bored of them it's so good I've always like it's like listening with fresh ears every time I hear it. oh that yeah. that is beautiful <laughs> <laughs> beautiful line okay so okay okay this is the bit that i'm excited for because this is me like being a proper um (laughs) (laughs) this is me being like a proper um broadcaster okay so oh it's a bit loud that's very very loud i do apologize Okay, so this is the final part of the episode. This is where we play a fun music-related game, where the prize is... <laughs> Precious Soft Gratification. I love that sound effect. <laughs> I'm so happy. Yeah, I've been waiting to do this like for the past the, two hours. Entire, like, <laughs> session you've been waiting to do that. Uh, this is like my favorite bit. Like I do love talking about music, but I also do love playing games. Same. And yeah, we That's are here for it. And it's also good to just like gratify yourself. You know, it's yeah. the littlest things in life. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so you pick a number between one and five, and that will be the game that we play. Ooh, three. Game number three. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay, interesting. So this game is called Two Truths and One Lie. So basically, I'm going to say three music facts and you have to guess which one is the lie. Oh, I love this game. Okay. All right, then. Let's get into this. Wait, where am I? <laughs> I get so into games, though, and I get really, like, in my own head and I'm like, no, it's a lie. No, it's a truth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So fact number one. Musicians have a longer lifespan than the general public. Fact number two, in 2016, this fact is so funny. In 2016, Mozart sold more CDs than Beyonce. I don't even know. Oh my God. And some people feel nothing towards music. 
Which one's a lie, you're asking? Yeah, which one is the lie? Well, I know that some people don't feel nothing towards music, which is just painful to know, <laughs> which is, I don't understand. Um, oh, I can't remember, what was the first one again? Musicians have a longer lifespan than the general public. That's the lie. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> yeah, no, I just, it's because musicians tend not to be like, you know, going, mm. with, going to the kill, but they, mm. um, they usually die like halfway through their careers because they've overdosed or things like that. Mm-hmm. Like really famous musicians. Mm-hmm. Like was it famous. the 27 Club? Yeah. Yeah. I think so, yeah. I mean, yeah, Michael Jackson, Amy Winehouse, like mm. Whitney Houston. Yeah. What's it called? The guy from Nirvana as well, Kurt, Kurt yeah. Cobain, Jimi Hendrix. That definitely yeah. is not true. Cause, yeah, because <laughs> they're just overloaded with stress as well. Mm-hmm. So um, if you're really, yeah, obviously you're really famous. But yeah. 100%. Even just doing this podcast, I can feel how stressful it is to be uh, creative on your own and like having people as well, like pushing mm. you to your full potential, like 24-7. Yeah. It's not natural. It's not yeah. human. I mean, I'm not even like you know up at the top famous but when i when i do do things i do do the gigs and things mm-hmm. i get i get really and it's stress, it does get stressful <laughs> and it can take a toll so i can only imagine if you're doing world tours and mm-hmm. constantly busy you mm-hmm. just get burnt out quicker. Mm-hmm. 100% so some answers as well so every question that i gave you there are some answers to it so the study conducted showed that musicians lifespan is 25 years shorter than the general public really? so i think that's quite interesting 25 yeah. years shorter. Yeah. Oh my God. 25 years. <laughs> Just stay going to the gym, stay drinking kombucha and yeah. everything else that is healthy and I meditate. To, I did start going to the gym like a couple months ago so, and I've been on it. So I'll just keep yeah. looking after myself. Was it that healthness, well-being, lifestyle? Yeah. Healthness and well-being, 100%. <laughs> healthness equals wealth. Wealth. No, wait. I tried to make a rhyme. equals wealth. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> And then the second fact was that in 2016, Mozart sold more CDs than Beyonce. That is true. Mozart sold the most CDs in 2016. And he even sold more than Grammy winners Drake, Adele and Beyonce. Wow. So even though they they won Grammys for their albums, Mozart still sold more. So I don't know if it's like... (laughs) popping. I don't, know like, Mozart. <laughs> I don't know if it's like new baby moms are like playing Mozart yeah. to the baby to make them more yeah, art that was I don't know but I've heard the facts I've seen a few funny <laughs> funny TikToks where there's a guy on TikTok that does like he dresses up as in Shakespeare in a Shakespeare outfit mm. and he does like like people in the ghetto or whatever people getting down to Mozart <laughs> he does, does skits like that it's just so funny and he does like proper like, like modern uh, like dance moves yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just hilarious but yeah and then the final fact was that some people feel nothing towards music. That is true. Um, from a study, 5% of the participants did not feel any emotion when listening to music, which I think is astounding. That is astounding. How? I mean, I don't, I mean, it depends on the genre and what you're interested in. But mm-hmm. if you don't feel it towards any genre, mm-hmm. what is your life like without music? <laughs> I don't get it. Like I, everything I do, involves, I cut, drive driving, I listen to music, mm-hmm. cooking, I listen to music. Mm-hmm. Because like, especially as well, like if these people, this like five percent of people, do they go to the gym? And if they do go to the gym, what are they listening to? Because you have those motivational gym exactly. songs yeah, that exactly. keep you going. When I'm running, I have to be listening to mm. um, what's that Lil Nas song? Dun, 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 industry baby. Ah, that's a good running yeah. song. It's got the yeah. rhythm for run to run to. And also, so uptown funk. <laughs> I was yeah. walking home from work one day, and I was like walking to the beat, and I was like, "Oh, this song's really good for walking." Yeah, I do that when I'm on the tube station as well. It makes me feel like my life is a movie if I'm at a oh, tube yeah, yeah, station. Oh yeah, yeah, you're the main character. I'm the main character for yeah. the music when I'm at the, on, you know, <laughs> on the train. Okay, so um, this is it. 
This is the end of the episode. This is the end of the episode. <laughs> it is. How was your time on Music Memories? It's been so much fun. My first podcast mm-hmm. as an artist, talking about music, talking about my music. It's been really fun. Thanks mm-hmm. for having me. Oh, I'm glad you feel that way. And thank you for as well coming along. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could talk for another few hours about music, but yeah. <laughs> You've got, got a gig to go to. Exactly. I've got a gig to go to. <laughs> so speaking of, uh, promote yourself. Have you got any gigs happening in 2023? You got anything lined up? Not for 2023 just yet. Um, I'm still building building myself up in terms of getting gigs. So I've been applying to quite a few festivals. So hopefully we'll have a few festivals that I'll be able to put online. If you want to find out anything about gigs I'm doing online, it's always posted on there as soon as I know. So it's on at Chloe Lupton Music on Instagram. Uh, Chloe Lupton Music on YouTube if you want to watch my music videos and um, gig, my gig video from the Smokehouse. Chloe Lupton Music on TikTok. Um, yeah, so those are the main ones. Um, and yeah, I've got a gig coming up in London at the Canal, Canal Bar with Breaking Sound. Uh, that's the event organiser. And that's on the 3rd of December on Saturday. All right, everyone. So yeah, you have that right down in your diaries, in your notes, on your iPhones or Samsung's, whatever device you have. And yeah, once again, thank you so much for being a guest on the show. No so problem. much appreciated. Thank you for having me. <laughs> And yeah, let's just say goodbye. Bye. <laughs>